And so, with the cup held high, me the leave Croke Park, All-Ireland football champion for 1949. Oh, beautiful me, you got all that I need. Dimpsey hits Davin Fee. Anthony Finnerty comes in and gives him a touch of the elbow. Colin Coyle hitting Finnerty. This is Colm's first punch. Finity delayed reaction, looks around, sees Martin O'Connell coming in and thinks that the best action is to go down. What a set of matches we've had. Four terrific and memorable games. Final score meets 2-10. Dublin, 15. So Joe McDonough, GA president, presents Sam McGuire to Graham Garrity and meet of the football champions. gentlemen and welcome to another edition of the We Are Meat podcast. I'm Mickey Brennan and I, I'm joined by David Rispin and Kieran Flynn, the Meat PRO this week and uh, we are missing Brian Kelly again, missing in action and uh, uh, I suppose David, myself and yourself, it was a quiet pod last week, we brought one of the kids back into the pod this week to help us out and uh, I suppose he's the man with all the results so we have to bring him in. Yeah, he's had a good week in school to be fair to him, he's done his homework and that, kept his head down so I think it's fair enough we bring him back in but he'll have to know his place because he could he could end up on, out on his ear again. Any more misbehaving, yeah. Any, he'll be on the bowl square, definitely. And as for Brian Kelly? Just remember who brought him in. You're the you're the boss, Mickey. We all know that, but just, I'm second in command, and don't ever forget that, kid. <laughs> kid. <laughs> yes, daddy. Um, uh, you didn't teach me, did you? Uh, no, no, your fa- his good, father might have. Only the good footballers said. Only the good footballers. <laughs> and you weren't from Kells. So. <laughs> True enough. On this week's We Are Mead podcast, we have all the club championship results from the weekend in the Mead Potato Company Intermediate Championship and also the Fairy House Steel Senior Championship. There was also some games in the Chocolate Terror Group C. Uh, the final round of games were on there. So we've got the results from them. We'll have some hurling fixtures for next weekend and we'll go to our small ball expert for those. That's David Rispin. We also have the preview <laughs> of the Ladies Intermediate uh, All-Ireland Final um, where Mead will be taking on uh, the Invincible Tipperary. That's what they've been called this year. They've been flying um, and uh, I do think our ladies will have the power to take them down. And uh, we also have a result in from uh, the A-League Division 4 Final and there are some ladies results. So what we're going to do is we're going to go straight to Kieran Flynn. We might get the, what do you have up? Do you have the junior results up there from Group C? Yeah, Kieran Flynn is going to give us the results from the Group C Junior Championship. So this is round seven and the final round of the Chocolate Junior Football Championship Group C. So firstly we have Summerhill with a big win over Nafina, 316 to 17. We had the Wolf Tones 410, Navarro Matinee's 113. We had Dunshockland 316 defeating Central Sound at 3-5. And we had a big win for Screen, a one-point victory, Screen 113, Gail Cullenkill 15 points. So that's decided the the junior championship. And that's all the games played in the group stages. Yeah, so that leaves it that uh, Summerhill top the group, isn't it? Gail Column kills finish in second, and third in the group is is Centralstown. Um, Centralstown lost today, wasn't it? Yeah. And uh, still finishing third. There was no results could change the way the teams were going to end up on the weekend, unless Kells got a win and Summerhill lost. 
that's the only way we would have seen first and second reversing so that leaves us going through to the quarterfinal of the Chotten Turek uh, uh, Junior Championship and those games are due to be played when? Uh, the main quarterfinals are at the end of the month the 28th of September but St Vincent's Ardcat will, will be playing Celsius in the preliminary quarterfinal and the planner has that down for next weekend Yeah. so none of them, them clubs are hurling so I presume it's going to go ahead some stage next weekend Excellent, and what we'll be doing on next week's uh, We Are Me podcast is we'll be previewing uh, the Chocolaterra Junior Championship quarterfinals and uh, uh, we should have a result in from the preliminary quarterfinal at that stage. Um, David, it was a, an action-packed weekend. Uh, the Mead Potato Intermediate Championship and the um, Ferryhouse Steel Senior Championship both coming to a close in the group stages and, you know, even at this stage because, you know, there's people out there this is late on Sunday evening. There's people out there who don't actually know how Group A has finished and think that Navin and Matneys have gone through. But when they get to listen to this podcast, I hope at that stage they'll have realised what has happened because it's just, a, as I said last week, you're going to need abacuses and everything going into the final round of that group. Yeah, it was it was mad in trim um, this evening. At the end of the game, there was screen people there. There was the Shockland people there. There was other people there. Nobody seemed to know. Some people had it in their heads that screen won but they were out, but they were safe. Other people had their heads that screen one, they were true and then Shockland went out. So I picked up the phone and rang the only man that for the job was Mr. Kieran Flynn. And I says, Mr. Flynn, what the hell is going on here? And uh, he tried his best to clear it up. And I think he did, to be fair. So basically the way it works when three teams are level on points in the mid championship is that it goes head to head between the three teams. And normally, which is the case, is that the three teams inevitably beat each other. Yeah. But in this case, Navin O'Mahony's actually lost to the two teams that finished level on points with them. And as a result... Screen under chocolate. Yeah, as a result, they went out on head to head. Normally, it would go head to head. They'd all beat each other and then it goes score difference. But that wasn't the case here because Navin O'Mahony's lost their two games. Had the chocolate won tonight, it wouldn't have been an issue at all. But the fact screen won... Made Navin O'Mahony's win against St. Pat's irrelevant, really. And then Screen had the head to head on Dunshockland and Navin O'Mahony's, which meant they climbed above Dunshockland. Mm. Finished second, and yeah. Finished second, and yeah. Dunshockland were, were uh, pushed down into third position. Um, I, I think I don't think Dunshockland will worry too much about that after tonight. I'd just say they're relieved overall to, to get through. Um, I think base. I think a lot of them thought that they were gone. Yeah, I, I'd <laughs> so imagine they, they did. Yeah. And like the way they walked off the field. You know, they look like a team that were after being knocked out of the championship, which is probably understandable considering they lost to you know their near near neighbours and probably it, didn't perform to the level that they expect. And and not only that, but I suppose it's it's quite surprising that none of the teams that were going into this weekend had looked and said, "What is the ruling on this? Mm. If we all end up on, yeah. is it going to be score difference?" Because I think they all thought that um, it was going to end up being score difference, and that could be why Dunshockland thought they were. Mm. Thought and and they were sorry, out. just just at that end, like we completely disregarded the other game in the group, which was Kells and. Yeah. So had Senshton got a result there, that would have completely threw the whole thing again. Yeah. And that was out of the equation then. But I suppose for Omanis, they did their job. They won the game. That's all they could. The have only done. thing is, is that if the five teams had ended up on six, <laughs> it would have had to go down to, to score difference because yeah. each of the teams would have beaten each other. And yeah, I you know, know God uh, Almighty, could you imagine an absolute nightmare? But Kieran Flynn, do you want to just clear up the ruling on that? Why? Uh, how it? How it goes to the head to head, or, or, or yeah. how that head to head? came about because it's not it was an added rule or something mm. isn't it yeah it's added on to rule 6.40 I think is the championship rule basically which normally scoring difference is the first thing sorry head to head then scoring difference but in this case we added a rule a few years back into our bylaws which basically allowed us to add this rule so I think it is fair in the sense that 
it would probably be a tragedy if, for example, especially the way our championship was with April and August, that, for example, you had a real low-scoring game against the weakest team in April and then the other team hammered them in the sunny game of August. Like, so scoring difference might be slightly unfair when Screen have beaten both Dunshockland and O'Matneys. So you'd imagine maybe it's the fairest that they go ahead instead of them because they've beaten them. But I'd say O'Matneys are probably aggrieved because they did have a good scoring difference themselves. But it definitely it was brought in a few years ago. The ruling was clear. Screen were aware, but uh, uh, Mick O'Dowd, of course, former weed managers with the Screen team, and he was up in the, the box and trim. Um, myself, Fergal Lynch, Martin Holland, and Connor Tommy were all up there, and we had our abacus out, and we were having it all verified and checked. The, and, the VIPs. Yeah, the VIP section up there. And very much the Screen were well aware of what was happening. And O'Matney's affairs were well aware. They tweeted themselves, like, best of luck to the rest of the team. So there was a little doubt on Twitter, and a few people were asking us questions, but the teams involved knew exactly what was happening. So Excellent. that's all that's good then. Well, what we're going to do now is we're going to move on and get the results from the um, Mead Potato Intermediate Championship uh, last round group games. And uh, we'll come back to that group of craziness in the Senior Championship after the Intermediate. Perfect. Yes, yeah, so we're in the Mead Potatoes and it's Group A. The first game is Nobber 2-11 to Kilmainham's 2-9. That was played in Courtown. Uh, Old Castle 2-11 to Dunbarra's 8 points played in Minolte. And then this one, a, a big draw, Mead Hill 1-9, Ballinlock 12 points played in Castleton. So that's all of Group A. Then in Group B, uh, unfortunately the Sid and Bective game had to be postponed today because of the death of the former secretary. Um, I can't think of his first name. It was uh, Sean Dolan, I think. Yeah. He was secretary for over 20 years in Sidden, so that's why it was postponed. So they'd hopefully get that game played during the week. Uh, the other Group B game, St Michael's and Ballinabracky. Ballinabracky came out of... One goal, but the better. Two eleven to one eleven. That was played in Trim today, and the other one was a big win for Trim. Two twelve to Castletown's one nine. So that's Group B sorted. Then into Group C. First game was a massive win for Delique Bellyson. Three twenty one to Dunner Ashburn's two six. Walterstown defeated Blackhall Gales on a scoreline of fifteen to eleven. And the last game saw Dunderry beating St Peter's and Boyne three fifteen to one eleven. Played in Dunshockland today. So that concludes. That's all the intermediate football. Excellent, and uh, that leaves the tables looking like this uh, in the intermediate, the Mead Potato Intermediate Group A, Nobber, Mead Hill and Old Castle progress, Ballinlock with that draw against um, Mead Hill uh, just slipping out of uh, the top four, uh, or sorry, the top three going into fourth place, um, and Drumbarra and Kilmainham will be... Uh, Fighting it out at the or sorry are, 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 are at the bottom of the table with Kilmainham on no points. In Group B, Trim, Castletown, and Ballinabracky progress. St Michael's, Bective, and Sidden uh, are the ones losing out in Group B. And in Group C, Dundry, Dulik, Bellystown, and Waterstown um, all going through on eight points. Dundry uh, with a score difference of plus forty. Dulik, Bellystown, thirty two, and Waterstown plus ten. There's no um, just looking at that. There's n- there's no way that's going to change in the no, intermediate. There's, there's is no, there? f- no monkey business there. It's all it's all above board. <laughs> um, no skills, just looking looking down now at the quarterfinals for the intermediate. You've got uh, in the preliminary round. You have Ballinabracky taking on Waterstown, and uh, the winner of that will take on Nobber in the first quarter final. Uh, Dundry will take on Old Castle. Trim will take on Delique Bellustown, and Mead Hill will take on Castleton. We also managed to get some interviews. 
um, after a couple of the intermediate games. Um, uh, we have interviews with Barry Casty from Nobber and Danny Quinn from Bannonabracky. And uh, if you head on over to our Patreon services, Patreon, uh, www.patreon forward slash we are mead, you'll be able to get um, the reviews and the in-depth analysis of all the intermediate and senior games, but uh, you'll also get the um, interviews that we did with Barry Casty, Danny Quinn, and also in the intermediate one, you'll be getting the interviews that we did with Sean Riley and uh, Ted Dowd from the Milo team who won the A-League Division 4. We'll move on now to the Fairy House Steel Senior Championship and uh, the one that we were talking about there a couple of moments ago, I suppose, Group A, the results from Group A, Kieran Flynn. Yeah, so you don't actually need your pen to take in all the scores here because the scores didn't matter in the finish-up, ironically so. <laughs> but uh, Screen defeated Dunshockland in a, an exciting game in Thrim tonight, 2-12 to 2-7. Then up in Denor, there beside Newgrange, St. Pat's to Mullen fell out one point loss to Navan Matneys. Navan won 11 to St. Pat's, 13 points. Uh, a massive a massive one up in Dumcondor. Gail Cullum Kill scored eight goals and nine points to Central Sense, 2-11. That's all at Group A, and so some big scores in that. Yeah. Then on to Group B, we had Ratoth defeating Rakenny on Saturday evening, 116 to 9 points. Then um, a bit of a drab affair over in Walterstown, Dunham Ashburn defeated Mainalvi, 7 points to 6. And then a massively, massive scoreline here, Summerhill, 423 to Longwoods, 8 points. So then on to Group C, uh, in Partholton today, Nafina scored 18 points, Wolf Tones had 14 points. Uh, a massive one here, victory for Curraha, 2.21 to St. Column Gills, 1.11. And probably not make the biggest shock, but the county champions falling out a big loss here to Simonson Gales, 1.14 to St. Peter's, 10 points. So that's the results. Excellent. And uh, Davy Rispin, I suppose, looking down um, at both the intermediate and senior, um, you know, it was a massive weekend. I suppose the intermediate, there wasn't too many upsets. It kind of went to form the way we thought it was going to go. But the senior championship, it really is lighting up at the minute. Yeah, it exploded into life um, today and it was brilliant to see because I know it gets a lot of bad rap, um, you know, quite a lot of the time and, and the one-sided nature of games and the probably predictable nature of games as well. And that we come into the final group games and generally speaking, they mean feck all, to be honest with you. And... Today, I suppose it couldn't be further from the truth. It was um, it was unbelievable from start to finish. The games at two o'clock brought drama. I suppose with Curraha, um, getting the win against St Column Kills and Simonstown beating Dunboyne. Them two things pitted together resulted in Curraha getting through to a quarter final of the senior championship and the senior champions, as you mentioned, going out. Um, and then in the other game, like it was a winner takes all, but a loser also ends up in the in the relegation playoffs with Wolf Tones dropping into the bottom two. And Nafina and Nick in third place in that group as well, so they actually go through to a quarter final. Um, it was it was unbelievable. And then you went to the games this evening, and I know they all are supposed to start and finish on time, but you know the Navanamahani's result came true first. That game was over, and they they just about scraped by Pats by a point. I'm sure there was a huge relief there. But then, I suppose we Kieran and myself were in trim, and we seen you know what was was an incredible win for Screen over their neighbours Dunchoklin. Um and and that resulted in screen and on Chocolate going through, but I suppose that's that's it's not as if that was the script. Like Don Chocolate would have had aspirations to win in that game, knocking screen out, probably putting them in the bottom two. Mm-hmm. And that what that meant for the final game was that Kells eight goals helped contribute to Sanchez Town 
finishing in the bottom two and going into the relegation playoffs as well. And Kells topping the group, obviously, as well. But um, an unbelievable day of football all around. It was incredible. Yeah, absolutely uh, uh, amazing. And, and, and just looking down, at, I think uh, in one of the groups there, uh, what was it? I think Nafina have finished second, haven't they? In group oh, C. they've nicked second, yeah. Yeah, they've yeah. nicked second right. and, and Kuraha are, are, are in third. Not that um, I'll bother Kuraha, I don't going, think. Yeah. Going on the head-to-head. Yeah. But yeah, absolutely. Uh, wonderful, wonderful uh, season for Kuraha. All kick-started. They lost the first two round games in, mm. in April and we done them on their three uh, summer uh, games. Nobody would have seen that coming. No, but in fairness to them, there was... Signs, you know, they they lost to Nafina by a point, I think, in the second round game, and they led for most of that encounter. Now that would have been a huge body blow to go into the break with two defeats after coming so close to getting a win over Nafina. But obviously, you know, the work that they put in over the summer months, and it's sometimes a thing. And I know from my own club's perspective, the break can actually it can really make or break teams. And generally speaking, when you lose your first two games, it tends to break you. But they probably looked at it and said, right, realistically no matter what happens after the break, we're still going to end up playing football in September, October, because we're either going to be in relegation or we're probably going to get through if we get the wins that we need. Yeah. So they embraced it, and in fairness to them, it's it's a fantastic story. It really is. It's an unbelievable um, rags to riches nearly tale as to where they've came from to where they are now. I think um, junior to senior quarter finalist in, I think, four years possibly. Mm-hmm. Last year was obviously their first year in, in the championship, but uh, unbelievable story for Curraha and it, it's really brilliant. And they go on to play Tottenham Ashburn and Kieran and myself again were at the Tottenham Ashburn Manalvi game last night in in Waterstown. And if if Curraha were at the game watching, they've from what you've seen, they have very little to be afraid of looking at Dunham Ashburn and they'll really fancy the job. Dunham Ashburn and Rathout, they're real Jekyll and Hyde teams. They go out one yeah. week and they score seven points and win a game like they mm. did last night. Or they could go out and they could shoot the lights out. You know, you've yeah. got the McGovern twins, you've got uh, Tormy, you've got uh, 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 the Mead midfielder, Menton, Menton, yeah. Shane Melia, yeah. Shane you've got so many good footballers. Mm. And just... You just don't know what Dunmore Ashburn team is going to turn up. No, last night was um was was extremely poor, and not just from their end, but from Manalvi's end, it was almost a game of nobody really wants to win and go through. From looking at like I mean, thirteen scores in the game really tells you all you need to know about the game. It was dreadful stuff. Look at Dunmore Ashburn, we're missing players, and and I think they they are going to be missing players going forward, which is a big issue. You'd have to. I I was I spoke to Colm um Omuelo too here in the Patreon service, but. I was around the dressing room and it was like it was almost as if being in a dressing room of a team that were either knocked out of the championship or were relegated or something because they were so downbeat after it not just I suppose for the performance but also the way they finished third in the group yeah like they went from top to yeah, bottom because I, I know they won the game and I heard I heard one of their mentors or something saying that look at lads we would have taken a one point win before the game but the way it panned out with Summerhill absolutely trashing uh, Longwood which they needed. Summerhill managed to top the group. Retoth with a comprehensive win against Rakenny finished second. And Dunham Rashburn with just that one point win ended up putting themselves in third and playing Curaha now in the in the prelim. Absolutely. And and, and and on our WhatsApp group, lads, last night, you know, half time we were going through the scores and I was trying to get the scores from all of you and it was going back to the tables and I was putting mm, yeah. in the, the, the points difference. You, you were really doing the Jeff I, Stelling. I was, I was doing the Jeff Stelling on it, just keeping us up to date to see how that group was going to go. In, in, <clears throat> In fairness, like going from last week and our, our, our predictions for the week, I think Group B was kind of 
fairly we kind of again it was the three top teams play, playing the three bottom teams and the three bottom teams had struggled um, when Alvi maybe you know could have could have made a case could have made a case for them but um, it was a it, it was the most straightforward of all the groups so it wasn't it came down to score difference in the end but the quarterfinal lineup is as follows the preliminary round we'll see Dunamore Ashburn taking on Curaha, um as we just said and the quarterfinal lineup will be Kells versus the winner of that game, Dunamore Ashburn and Curaha and what a mouthwater and tie that will be um, because Kells in scintillating form at the minute, absolutely flying this year, will uh, be taking on Dunamore Ashburn or, or Curaha. Dunamore Ashburn know they have to up their game um, uh, going into the Curaha game. Uh, Curaha are on the crest of a wave as well and really playing with confidence. They could give Dunham or Ashburn a, a, um, a bit of a scare. I, I, on form, I'd make them favourites. And, and, and I think that Curaha would, would then give Kells a bit of a scare. Kells, you know, can't go in complacent. Team in scintillating form, as I said. Uh, the second of the quarterfinals will see Summerhill versus Nafina. Simon Soon will take on Dunchoclin and Rathoth will take on screen. So you've got a nice couple of local derbies there. You've got Dunamore, Ashburn and Curraha. There wouldn't be too much of a different, uh, too much of a, a distance between them. Kieran Flynn, do you want to check the the uh, the the maps there? Yeah, I think it's probably the Dave Brisbane School of Geography. I think it's quite close. I think it's uh, it, they're separated by Tato Park. I suppose I that's, that's the only thing. <laughs> the no, no, they're brought together by Tato Park doing cross border um, uh, politics. Was that, was there was the Kilbrew with the whereabouts? The, what parish actually the Tato was in? Was the screen in Ashburn and Cor- I was fighting over that. No, I was fighting over the <coughs> over the crypt. You, know? Flynn, Flynn, you sound sick. He's getting he's getting tired. <laughs> he's, he's he's getting emotional as well. It's been a, it's been a tough. I weekend. have to explain that bloody group eight about a thousand people. So I get the night. <laughs> Um, it's head to head another <laughs> another um, uh, so we've, we've mentioned with Houghton Screen a yeah. lovely a lovely local derby Dunamore Ashburn and Curraha another local derby Summerhill and Nafina those boys know each other inside out and then you've got Kells playing uh, the winner of the uh, prelim and Simonstown taking on Dunchoclin two teams with big history over the last yeah. 30 years in the um, Mead Senior Championship and uh, that'll be a cracking quarter final as well and don't forget we also got um, six interviews at uh, Senior Games this weekend we have interviews from Kieran Lenehan from Screen Colm O'Mwayloge from Dunamore Ashburn Niall Kane or Squealer Kane as he's known from Simonstown Jamie Queenie from Nafina and Lar Wall and Dahi McGowan uh, also Lar Wall from Kells and Dahi McGowan from Atot so head on over as I said to the Loyal Royals podcast um, brought to you by We Are Mead on Patreon Patreon forward slash we are mead and you'll be able to sign up for all that extra content we're going to move on now with the we are mead podcast and uh, next up um on the podcast here this evening is the hurlem fixtures for next weekend that kieran flynn our small ball expert will be giving you just now yeah so uh there's two quarterfinals on on sunday evening the day after the all-ireland football final and it's the evening that the ladies play their all-ireland final in crow park so there's two games on uh, kind of with them, with the nature of that, they're, they're unfortunately they're not in the same place. They're on at the same time, so they're Sunday evening at five fifteen. One is seeing Trim play Ratoth in Partholshan, and the other one will see Longwood play Nafina in Trim. So the two crackers of games. Uh, the one I'd like to see would be Longwood Nafina. Nafina, even though they're coming up uh, from the weaker group, Longwood really have had such a kind of a, a stellar kind of campaign. 
and I think it's going to be a real cracker. They haven't been in the quarter final of the senior for a long time since Mickey Cole managed the team in the early two thousands. So uh, it's going to be a tough game. Roto Trim, uh, I think they played in the semi final last year. I think it was actually uh, Roto are strong favourites to try and topple Kiltail. And Trimmer in the final last year. Roto drew with Kiltail last year. That's what week. I mean. So yeah. it's going to be tough. That's going to be a tough one. But your quarter finals of a championship is not going to get easy. They're two big games on the Sunday, and hopefully they're crackers and there's loads and loads of flaking. That's the plan anyway. And Trim also with the quarterfinal of the Intermediate Championship, so they're uh, going well on, on, on both ends of things there. Yeah, and the Fiena in the football, uh, Longwood unfortunately not too well in the football, and we said we're totally still in the football. So a lot, a lot of games for a lot of these dual players, but ultimately that's what players want, isn't it? They want to play games, regular intervals, so... I know it's probably tight. Uh, I know some people in the Fianna are not happy with uh, the hurling fixture. Like if, if you're in Park on Crokey at quarter to two, the game won't be over till about three, and then basically the celebrations and all to get back to trim. So yeah, it, it, look, it, it is tough on people, and I know that there's a lot of support for the ladies out in uh, trim, um, and uh, of course. Um, we do wish the ladies all the best next weekend and what a seamless link into our preview for the ladies um, sorry Kieran. Well, I just said there's a lads club football first before we move off to football I have a few kind of junior B and junior C games to go through just, just results yeah. junior B uh, lads yeah just just say the preliminary quarter finals were played today in the junior B and junior C championships so in the junior B championships St. Pat's de Mullins bet their neighbours Dalik Bellasound 319 to 10 points and in the junior C, Dunsany defeated Centrestown on a scoreline of 15 to 8. And then there's two quarterfinals, the junior D. So St. Column Kills bet Dunshockland 316 to 3-9. And the Wolf Tones with Balnebracchi 315 to 8. And of course, we, we couldn't mention the great game we said with Clonagale and Myla today in Navin. Myla won 113 to Clonagale's 9 and won that. And two B League finals where Canaross won for the two years in a row. They've won the B League Division 4. Canaross won 11, Dundry won 8. And Gail Column killed two fifteen to Kilbride's one eight in the B League Division Five. So some finals over the weekend there as well. Actually, uh, that that uh, Moila was the uh, A League Division Four. A League Division Four, yeah, the Valley Cafe and Avon sponsored A League Four. Cool, and uh, we do have a couple of interviews from Sean Riley and Kevin O'Dowd. Uh, sorry, Kevin Dowd, Kevin Ted Dowd, after the um, uh, their victory in the Division Four final. And again, you'll be able to get them on our Patreon service. We're going to move on now to the ladies um, All Ireland final taking place next Sunday um, in in Crow Park. It's the day after the All Ireland final between the replay between Kerry and Dublin and uh, uh, Davy. I suppose the experience of last year is going to have to stand to them um, as they come up against a good, stiff test in Tipperary. Yeah, you'd, you'd like to think it will. Hopefully they'll they'll learn a lot from that Tyrone game. And, you know, it was something that, you know, was difficult learning curve, particularly for the younger girls in the squad. But uh, I suppose there's more young girls coming in this, this year who weren't around last year. And I'm sure they'll be well warned as to what kind of to expect from the day. It's a huge day. An occasion, I suppose, you have to play, I know you have to play the game, but the occasion also has a huge bearing in these kind of things. And even if you look at the lads' final in the All-Ireland, 
it's 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 a massive day to play in All Ireland final in Crow Park and to be part of it. And I know you know there's been record crowds for the last three years in the ladies, and I'm sure it'll probably smash that record again. It'll probably go four in a row. So you're going to get to the stage where you'll probably nearly have as many at a ladies All Ireland final than you will at a lads one in a couple of years time. I, I hope that's the case anyway. But was um, it fifty thousand last year? Yeah, like and yeah. and if that goes up as far as maybe fifty five or whatever this year, you're, you're only another what twenty five thousand off capacity. So, yeah. um, it's absolutely brilliant. It really is, and um, it's a great occasion for them. Hopefully, they enjoy it first and foremost, but also to get the result and uh, to to move up to senior as, as intermediate champions. Yeah, and Eamon Murray, uh, the manager, um, you know, he's doing stellar work in there with them and he'll be delighted to be bolstered by um, two girls coming back into the panel for the final. Yeah, it's it's brilliant to get his full compliment, I suppose, what he might have had at the start of the year back to the final. Now, it's interesting. It will be interesting, I should say, to see what way he plays it with them. You know, it's a difficult one because they've been away and stuff. And yeah, We spoke about that. Yeah. Like, like, they're experienced players. They played at the start of the year mm. and were involved in the team and headed off to America and whatever. And you can't stop. Not that you can stop, but you, you can't uh, say that... It's, say that they shouldn't go you know what mm. I mean like it's not uh, everybody deserves their chance to go across and do a bit of travelling and, and, and whatever and, uh, they've wel- the, the girls and the team have welcomed them back in with open arms and I suppose it'd be different if they weren't involved this year at all and just came back yeah. they were involved with that team at the start of the year and for the early parts of the uh, National Football League and actually I think most of the National Football League yeah, yeah. and um, I think might have played the opening round of, of, the, championship. of the championship as well and Look, one way in looking at it is whether they start or not, they're going to be playing at some stage. Yeah. I, I think of that, there is no doubt. So he has to look at it and say, right, do I take a gamble and start them um, or do I take a gamble and not start them yeah. and hope that you're still in the game with maybe 20, 25 minutes to go that you can actually bring them on when you're level or a couple of points down or a couple of points up even. And have them finish the game. Have right? them trump cards to come on exactly. Yeah. Now that's that's obviously a touchy game, and sometimes that can go horribly wrong as well. But um, it, he's the manager. Exactly. <laughs> I, I wouldn't like making that call myself, but that's the way it is. That's what managers are paid, and that's why they're in charge of uh, in charge of county teams to to make these big calls. They are indeed, and we wish them all the best. Brian Kelly, um, our regular contributor here on the um, We Are Mead podcast, managed to catch up with. Uh, a litany of players and uh, the chairman of the Ladies County Board, Fergal Harney, um, last Friday night. That'll, we'll be doing a preview podcast of the game um, during the week. It'll be going out in our Patreon service. Um, we've got interviews with numerous players, as I said. But he did catch up with Emma Duggan, the dual star from the minors and the seniors. And uh, we are going to play that interview for you now. Joined by Emma Duggan one of the star players in the Mead Miners this year who has stepped up to the senior team. Emma, it's been a busy year for you, minor football, senior football and plenty of club action. How have you been able to manage your workload? Yeah, I suppose that's that's always this difficult, but the lads have been really good, like the communication between senior, minor and then club. Just, you know, no no one wants you when you're injured, so it's just important to keep it, keep keep all the training at bay, but they've been really good. I haven't been over trained or anything. It's just about communicating between all the teams but it's been a good year altogether so yeah well, I suppose that's a thing last year you unfortunately missed a large chunk of the year with an injury you picked up in a club game so to bounce back from that to where you've got to this year is a must be a great feeling 
Yeah, I, I was out for the whole of summer last year, so that wasn't great. So I suppose I had a lot of motivation coming back this year just to, to get things going again, get back playing club, club football. And then when the lads asked me in this year, it was really, really good. You know, I've gotten the best training, gotten the best conditioning that. So it's good to be back playing, you know, playing the best football that I can be. And hopefully the injuries are in the past now. And of course, this isn't your first All-Ireland final. You played in the All-Ireland Intermediate Club final a couple of years ago. Scored that goal, a huge goal for your team to help them win the game. You'd settle for something similar now in the 15th. Yeah, that wouldn't, that wouldn't be too bad now. Um, I sure look, as long, as long as the team's doing well, like any individual performance that you can put in, you know, you're always helping. But yeah, it wouldn't be too bad to, to, to score a few goals in there. But sure, sure look, we'll give her a best shot and hopefully it comes off well. And with the absence of a few players over the summer with J1s and that, you've stepped up not just as a player scoring from play, You've now the added responsibility over the course of the year with freeze, with freeze. But coming up the ranks, you've always been a free taker. You've always been a reliable free taker. So I'm sure it's something that doesn't weigh too heavily on you. Yeah, like it, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be anything to, new to me. I've, I've taken them for underage at club, and then I was taking them for minor as well this year. So I suppose when Stacey left, I kind of knew that, you know, I might be asked to. Do it. it wasn't, it wasn't any added pressure or anything. So. I suppose just getting into the right frame of mind you're taking. Obviously, you look at your big boots fill from Stacey, but you know you don't think about it like that. You know I'd be used to, used to taking them now, so it's not too bad. And player of the match in the All Ireland semi final, it couldn't have gone any better for you live on TG Carhart. It's one of those games which will live long in the memory, I'm sure. Oh yeah, it was it was unbelievable. Like the feeling after the game, like just with the girls, you know they've put in so much work all year. You know, it might be a cliche to say that all the time, but you know the the amount of training and work they've put in and to get the rewards like that, just the feeling after the game, like it's so special to be part of a group like this and to be getting to an all Ireland final with them now, it's it's a massive honour. So, and personally, your first time playing in Crow Park, I'm sure it's an occasion you're really looking forward to. Yeah, definitely. Like you know, I suppose last year when Moy were saying like motion got to them and that, but it was the first time for everyone. So I suppose I'm surrounded by a group of girls that have that experience from last year. So hopefully. You know, I can stay focused and you know not, not let the occasion get to them, but I wouldn't be too worried about that. It's just about getting performance on the day. Yeah, and I'm sure the teachers in school over the next week or two will have no problem keeping you grounded. <laughs> Definitely not to be slumming me with homework now, just to keep me distracted. But no, no, teachers have been great. Come back in today, first day back, and you know they're full of support, wishing me luck and saying well done. That so, hopefully, yeah, uh, keep it that way. And on the club front, Dunbine, great win last week against Simonson, a narrow victory. You're setting a hot pace in the championship, but there's a fair chance you'll meet Simonson again later on in the year. Yeah, definitely. Club's going really well last year, I suppose. Last year didn't go great for us. We, you know, first year back up to senior and, you know, we we didn't get the semi-final, not what we wanted, but this year the girls have been really, really hungry to come back. You know, it's some of their last years maybe, so I suppose this is the year to do it. You know, Simonson won it last year. They're massive, massive experienced team. They're really, really good, fast-paced, so yeah. We'll be, we'll be say we'll be meeting them again. We're looking to get the get the win again. And it must be a nice feeling with seven from the club in on the county panel when you came in early in the year. There was a bit of familiarity and it helped you settle in quickly. Yeah, definitely. It's always good to have have the club club girls there. Like you know, you've you've been playing with them the whole way up, and then for them to come in and you know represent Dunboyne uh, on the me team as well, it's brilliant. And because there's so many of us, it just makes that a little bit better as well. So that was Emma Duggan, the Dun- Dunboyne uh, Gaelic footballer and Mead Jewel 
uh, dual team star. I don't know if she plays Camogie yet, um, but uh, she played with the minors and the seniors this year. So uh, we do wish Eamon Murray and the Mead team, Emma Duggan, and all of her um, uh, her compatriots on that team um, uh, the very best of luck on Sunday. And hopefully they can bring back the intermediate crown after coming so close uh, uh, last year to getting over the line in, in that final. So we do wish them the best of luck. We're going to move on now and we're going to go to the Chocolate Terrock Junior uh, A. Do we have those? Did we do those results? The Junior A results from uh, the weekend. It was Group C. Their, I think it was their 28th round, was it, uh, of the Group C? Um, because <laughs> that group just seems to go on forever and ever. But uh, there was three results. And I'm not sure that we run through these already. Yeah, we did earlier on, but there was one that was very important. Uh, the Dunshockland three sixteen, the Centralstown three five, and you probably know why it's important. And then do you want to tell me? I thought uh, sometimes you like to do that. I want to see your thunder, you know. <laughs> yeah, no. But uh, I will. I will. Though. Kieran Flynn. Kieran <laughs> no, no. Flynn. Uh, or sorry, Brian Kelly <laughs> managed to catch up with uh, David Gordon or Flash Gordon, as he's known, uh, the goalkeeper from the uh, Centralstown uh, junior team. And uh, if you want to head on over to our Patreon service, it's um, the Loyal Royals podcast. You'll get it on Patreon forward slash We uh, We Are Mead, and uh, you can hear that in very interesting and uh, in depth uh, interview. So, so right Flash, there. just to, just to confirm, Flash, you're going to have to log on to Patreon, buy the service, and listen to the podcast to hear yourself talk. So you know, balls in your court. <laughs> 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 there you go Flash it's been said the ball is in your court um, as we've already mentioned the A-League Division 4 final Moyla won that and uh, we've uh, we've managed to uh, catch up with Sean Riley and Kevin Dowd and uh, to finish off the podcast Kieran Flynn you've got some results from the ladies football around the county yeah so uh, there was three finals played in the ladies football uh, the Junior B Championship final was played uh, Simon Sound won that game uh, sorry, no, so it was 2-11 to one fifteen. So Simonson won that game out. Uh, to be, sorry, that's the wrong score that's up that's there. Because, to, yeah, it, it actually finished 2-13 to one fifteen, and it was a one-point victory for Simonstown. Um, Mead LGFA, uh, we're just looking at your um, Twitter page there, I think it was, or is it Facebook? Facebook. And uh, you just have an error on that. It was 2-13 to one fifteen. Yeah, of Simonstown over Dunboyne. Poor old Dunboyne got didn't have a good weekend with Simonstown this weekend. And, and we Your have boys took one hell of a beating this week. <laughs> I know, never we have them tomorrow in the Junior D quarter final, and incredibly, of all their teams, that's their last team remaining in the championship is their Junior Ds. So, um, hopefully, this time tomorrow they'll be out as well. <laughs> <laughs> that's a scurrilous remark so, from David Brisbane. Eh? Yeah, absolutely. No, I have to say, over the last number of years, there's been absolute ding dong battles between Simonstown and Dunboyne. Uh, got to know them really, really well, and you know. I'm sure they're going to bounce back next year. And who knows, they might even bounce back tomorrow night uh, in the Junior D Championship. That's me hoping. And then take uh, take Cortown out of it. But I wouldn't like to see that happen to me old friend here uh, either at the same time. Um, I think that's it for the We Are Mead podcast. Or have you got something well, else Two more finals, two more finals in the ladies. Uh, the Mazita 2 Cup final was played in Carneros. Screen came out big winners in that. one twelve against Myla 2-3. And then the Mazita Cup 1 final was played on Saturday. Boards Mill were big winners, 4-12, O'Donnell Ashburn's 3-4. And I was actually talking to Tom O'Connor about that game. He was at it, even though he, he left them off to go to Carlinson in a, in a really bitter thing. But No, I'm <laughs> making things up. But he said, in fairness, all the girls went supporting the lads team in Walsh that evening. 
they said they were disappointed to lose, but she just have to go again. It's a, it's an interesting competition. It's like the Fetch Cup, but the county players can't play, and even when the county players are knocked out of the championship, they're still barred from playing. So it's a different kind of competition. Yeah. So if you lots of county players like Simonson or someone would have, they just wouldn't be strong in this. Like. Yeah, and, and Dunamore Ashburn are through to the intermediate semi-final, aren't they? And the ladies, um, they're guaranteed a semi-final spot. So um, they'll, they'll, you know, take solace in the fact that they're through to the quarter-final of the, um, or sorry, the semi-final of the Mesita Intermediate uh, Championship in the ladies' football. Lads, I think that's it now this time uh, for our We Are Mead podcast. Um, Kieran Flynn, have you anything else for the podcast from the county board? Uh, just the Royal House draws coming up the 28th of September. Get your tickets. There's loads of bonus draws on at the moment. Like there was two bonus draws there to get all Ireland tickets. There's another one again now if that if you get into this bonus draw you can end up winning five extra tickets so it's a bonus draw so get your tickets support the rebuilding or win yourself a house yeah absolutely um and david rispin i suppose uh, that's the final week of the predictions actually that we didn't go through um uh, we'll run oh, through them. we we'll go through them we'll run through them very quickly so we will before um so the the, the i take it that's the end of the yeah and and just thanks to everyone i know that, you know there was a big um big percentage of the people that listen to the podcast entered it on a weekly basis and uh, you know their support was much appreciated we'll have the results out later on this week by the time we get a chance it'll probably be Tuesday evening I'd say but we'll have them um, better late than ever but yeah you're going to go through the our ones myself and yourself I am indeed and, and just to remind you that in the results the last time out of 24 of the results I got 21 of them right the, and I would have had 22 of them right if I had gone for Clonagale if, if, over Courtown, but I couldn't do it. Your aunt would be your uncle if she had... Exactly, yeah. she would indeed. Um, we're going to go through this week's um, uh, results. So Navin O'Matneys and St. Pat's, it was O'Matneys won that one by a point, and both of us went for Navin O'Matneys, so a tick there for both of us, uh, if that's okay. Dunshockland and Screen, of course it was Screen who won this one. You had gone for Dunshockland, that's a cross. I went for a draw, and that's a cross, so uh, we've still got one each out of two. Uh, Gail Column Kill and Centralson, we both went for Kells to win that one. Um, eight goals and nine points will mm. usually win you most games, um, and well done to Gail Column Kill and that. We both went for Kells, so we both got a point each there. We're level at the moment, Kieran, all right? Me and David <laughs> Rispin are level, it's two all. Uh, Dunamore Ashburn and Mynalvi, this game was in screen, and we both went for Dunamore Ashburn, correct? Uh, Summerhill and Longwood, we both went for Summerhill, correct? Correct, we're going well. Um, and Rathout against Rakenny. Um, the Battle of the Rats was won by the Rathouts, so it was. And we both found for that one, so we're still level. It's five out of six for both of us, all right? Um, so then we get into Group C. Simonstown and Dunboyne. We both went for a Simonstown win. Nafina and Wolf Tones. You went for Nafina, you get a tick. I went for Wolf Tones, that's a cross. And in the final game, you went for Curraha over St. Column Kills. You get a correct, and I get a cross. So from going from being level um, in uh, after six games, or sorry, after seven games, you took a lead um, uh, and went in 8-6 up. Um, uh, after the senior you got the final two of them right in the intermediate we both went for a Mead Hill win over Ballon Lock and uh, that ended up in a draw so we both got that one wrong um, we went for Oldcastle over Drumbarra both of us we get that one right and Nobber over Kilmain and we both got that one right uh, going for Nobber Castletown and Trim you went for Trim you get it correct I went for Castletown I get a cross 
Balnebracki and St. Michael's, we both went for Balnebracki and we got that right. Sidden and Bechtov obviously has been uh, postponed. Uh, in Delik Bellieston and Dunamore Ashburn, we both went for Delik Bellieston. Uh, Blackhall, Gales and Waterstown, we both went for Waterstown and Waterstown won that one. So we are both right on that. And then the final one, we went for, it was Dunboyne and Dundery and we both went for Dundery. So we both get that right. And in the, in the intermediate, you ended up with one, two, three, four, five. Five, six, seven out of eight, and I ended up with six out of eight. So you ended up beating me by three. So you did. So uh, I just no, no hard feelings. No, no, absolutely no hard feelings. I, uh, I tried, I tried a couple of curveballs in there. Maybe you know the draw uh, between um, Mead Hill and Ballinlock uh, was a big game that you know I we both kind of talked about. But it didn't happen in the end, and uh, uh, we both went for Mead Hill. I could have went ahead of you in the predictions had I got that one right with the draw. Yeah, but you didn't. <laughs> and, uh, and I want to take a little bit of credit for the trim game as well. Yeah, trim over Castleton. Yeah, that was a big call. Yeah, trim over Castleton. I think uh, Castleton, who had only been beaten once this year, mm. was it? My Twice? mate, my mate Lynchy. Yeah. With the hair, you know. You had you had insider information. And <laughs> I didn't. That's how you got it. <laughs> <He's All right>. <laughs> 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 Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening to the We Are Meat podcast. And don't forget, We Are Meat, why it matters more. <laughs> <laughs>